Welcome back to the channel, Anthology fans. My name is Coach, and on this episode of Card Anthology, we're going to take a look back at the last expansion of the Invasion block. This set was the second small set of the block following the Planeship expansion set. This set would conclude the Invasion block and continue the storyline of the Phyrexian Invasion of Dominaria. So, with that in mind, let's start the episode over the expansion known as Apocalypse. Apocalypse was released on June 4th of 2001 and was the 23rd expansion set of the Magic the Gathering franchise. The symbol of the set was the Mask of Yawmoth to symbolize the power of the Phyrexian leader of the Apocalypse storyline. The design team was led by Paul Peterson with Randy Bueller, Charlie Catino, Mark Rosewater, and T. Wood Woodruff as the other members of the team. The development team was led by Mike Elliott, Michael Denai, and Robert Guchero along with designers Randy Bueller and Charlie Catino with contributions from Braden Dobberith and Beth Morsun. Dana Knutson and Ron Spears would return again as the art directors for the expansion. The total size of the set was 143 cards with 55 commons, 44 uncommons, and 44 rares. Apocalypse was also accompanied by the novel of the same name with four pre-constructed decks with the blue and red whirlpool deck, the blue and green swoop deck, the white, black, and green burial deck, and the five-color deck known as Pandemonium. The mechanics of this expansion continued to use split cards and kicker from the invasion set. You had the Flag Bearer mechanic, which forced an opponent to have their spells target the bear creature only. You had the Bloodfire mechanic, as seen on the card Bloodfire Dwarf, that deals a certain amount of damage, Whirlpool, which are creatures that when they come into play, you shuffle your hand into your library and draw that many cards. The card Whirlpool Rider uses this mechanic. The last two mechanics were Penumbra and Siphon. Penumbra made green creatures create black tokens when they go to the graveyard, and Siphon lets you draw cards at the cost of life. An example of Penumbra is seen on the card Penumbra Worm, with the Siphon mechanic being shown on the card Phyrexian Arena. These last four mechanics were also part of the vertical cycles of this set. In total, there were 14 cycles. The first true cycle was called the Enemy Color Split Cards, which is where one card had two spells on it. Cards of this cycle were Night and Day, Order and Chaos, Fire and Ice, Illusion and Reality, and Life and Death. You had the Disciples, which were 1-1 one, one common wizard creatures that had two activated abilities. The cards of the cycle were Ana Disciple, Seta Disciple, Necro Disciple, Raka Disciple, and Daga Disciple. The next cycle was the Enemy Color Painlands, which can tap for one generic mana or tap for one of two colors for one life. The Painlands were Battlefield Forge, Caves of Koilos, Land of War Waste, Shivan Reef, and Yavin Maya Coast. You also had the Enemy Color Two Drops, Envoys, Enemy Color Non-Creatures, Sanctuaries, enemy color permanents, along with the wedge spells. The last true cycle were the Volvers, which were rare creatures with enemy color kicker costs that gave increased stats and extra abilities. The cards of the cycle were Anavolver, Setavolver, Necrovolver, Rackavolver, and Dagavolver. There were no reprints in the cycle and only one pair of cards. That card pair was Desolation Angel and Desolation Giant, which had double color mana with a kicker cost that could act as an Armageddon or a Wrath of God essentially. There were four notable cards from the Apocalypse expansion. The first card was Mystic Snake, which was a blue and green creature with four converted mana and was a 2-2. This creature also had Flash, and when Mystic Snake comes into play, it countered a target spell. The next card was Spirit Monker, which was a black and green creature with five converted mana and was a 6-6. When it dealt damage to a creature, you put a 1-1 counter on Spirit Monker. It could become a color of your choice, 
and could regenerate as well. Pernicious Deed was a black and green enchantment that could destroy each artifact, creature, and enchantment with converted mana cost of X after this card was sacrificed. The last notable card was called Vindicate, which is a black and white sorcery that could destroy target permanent. This was one of the best single spell removals of its time and one of the best single removal spells printed since it could hit any permanent. A sealed booster box of Apocalypse is worth around $300. So that is all you need to know about the Apocalypse expansion set. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Card Anthology, and if you did, hit that like button, drop a comment, and share this video with your friends. Also be sure to subscribe to the channel for more content such as this. Check out the links in the description to see last week's episode over Plane Shift, and go over Nisahone Magic and check out his top 10 cards over the Plane Shift expansion. Make sure you check out our sponsor, Five Color Combo, at their website, fivecolorcombo.com, and download their app. Make sure to visit the store, and if you buy anything, make sure to use the code THECARDBAZAAR to get a 5% discount on your total purchase. Make sure to also follow them on Twitter at Five Color Combo. You can also follow us on our Twitter page by going to at thecardbazaarcc, leave us a message, drop a comment, and see what we're going to be up to for our next upcoming projects. Our next episode is going to be over the core set known as 7th edition, so be on the lookout for that episode in the future. That is all I have today for this episode, everyone. Coach over here signing out, and we will see you all next time.